and welcome to another episode of The Warrior Artist, a resource which I hope you're finding useful. It's also to be the questions that I would like to ask of other artists and things that I would have found useful when I, a few years back, I used to listen to podcasts to try and find out about the art world. And that's really the reason I've done this podcast. And I was very nervous about doing it. And I really had a huge amount of imposter syndrome. I was thinking, who the hell am I to do this? But thank you for listening. And I really appreciate the support I've been given. And I've got some lovely comments. So I just want to share a couple of them here, which... I'm really very grateful for and appreciate. One person said, wow, this is the podcast I've been waiting for. So interesting and self-aware. I am listening and re-listening. I love your compassion and your bravery and your art too. Thank you very much for listening and for writing those kind words. Another comment was, I love the idea of this podcast. What an inspiration you are. Thank you so much for sharing this information for ev- with everyone. I can't wait for the next episodes. Thank you very much for that. The reason why I did this podcast is because I've been sharing what's happening to me, what I've learned and my journey on Instagram for a few years now. And anytime I shared something that was quite personal and quite vulnerable, I always got a response. I always got some personal messages from people saying, oh, that's me too. And they identify with that. And I don't know, whatever I shared seemed to help somebody. So that's what's encouraging me to do this because I sort of feel there are other people like me out there and the things I'm finding out and things that I found out will help other people. And I suppose Instagram is a community, but so is the podcast world, isn't it? It's a way of reaching people and connecting and sharing information. So that's why I'm doing it. And I really appreciate everyone who's listened and the comments and the feedback and suggestions. Now I got a suggestion for a topic. So today I'm just me talking and not interviewing anybody. And the query was, I'm an artist, also working in Ireland. I was approached by a gallery in Madrid. I just want you to ask if you've ever been approached by them. I am unsure. I feel that it is not quite kosher. You seem so established and knowledgeable. (laughs) I don't think I'm that established. I'm really, you know, I still feel I'm an emerging artist and still figuring it out. But I have learned a little bit, so I'm happy to share what I've learned. And do you have any advice or knowledge about them? Thank you. And I appreciate it. And that's um, from Leonie, I think it is. So. Today, I'm going to talk about vanity galleries. And oh my God, vanity galleries are just like a pariah. They are just these people who feed on emerging artists or artists with aspirations to show their work. And they make their money from artists' hopes and dreams. And there are so many of them. And it obviously works because they seem to be more all the time and they're getting very clever and how they share their information. So what is a vanity gallery? I think the term comes from vanity publishing. So vanity publishing was around for centuries and even in Victorian time, it was a last resort for authors whose books were not deemed commercially viable by traditional publishers. They would publish any work at the right price. So you could say, oh yes, I've had my book published, but you had paid for it. And it was just a vanity project to make for your ego. So that's where the term comes from. Now with vanity galleries, it's a little bit different because often the artist is duped. You don't, you're not doing it for your ego, for vanity in the same way with the vanity publishing. You think it's legitimate and you think it's an investment worth risking. Basically, the difference between a vanity gallery and an art gallery is a vanity gallery charges the artist fees to exhibit the work. And they make their money from the artist rather than from sales to the public. So a a 
traditional commercial gallery would approach an artist, I'm sure it would be a very long process. It wouldn't be a quick email or a quick DM. It would be very long and lengthy introductions, studio visits, maybe tried them out in a group show, and it'd be very, very slow, I'd imagine. And they would then, you have a contract where they might give you part in a group show, maybe you get a solo show every two years. You don't pay them to be part of the gallery, but they would take 50% or even more in some cases. But 50%, I think, is standard. And that goes towards the cost of their administration and you know their rent and rates and paying, paying staff. And that's how it works. Vanity galleries approach artists en masse by email, by direct message. They give you a contract where you pay them up front. The artist pays. And they really take anybody who pays. So it is not curated. They, you know, even if you look to their websites, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to navigate. I definitely, the first few times early on, I think, I think the first time was approached was maybe 2019. And I was actually in Italy at a workshop. And then I got a message from a gallery in, and I'm using inverted commas here, floating inverted commas, a gallery in Milan. And I somehow thought, oh, they know I'm in Italy or there's some, there was some connection with the fact that I was in Italy and they somehow had seen my Instagram that I was in Italy and they were then looking at my work. And But that was pure coincidence. I can't even remember the name of the gallery at this point. Basically, they wanted money and then they would, I not only they want money, they want money, a fee to be part of them. And then they also want you to pay to get your work sent out there and pay to have your work back. So it's all about money. It's pure commercial operation. And just this week, I just, since I got this question, like I get, it's basically like spam. You get these uh, and and they are scams, really scammers. I got three emails in the last few days from various galleries, um, uh, vanity galleries, and they're very clever how they do it. They're getting more and more sophisticated. So what you can do if you get a request from somebody who says they're a curator or they're a gallery is just Google them, just put in their name and is blank gallery, a vanity gallery, question mark, and it'll come up and somebody will say, yes, they are. And, you know, there are websites that show lists of vanity galleries and the many, many different names they use. So just do your research. But generally, any gallery that's asking for money from the artist is a vanity gallery. And it is, it's a real blow because you might get excited and you think, oh my God, this is an opportunity. And they are so clever and so sophisticated and increasingly sophisticated in how they try and get money from artists. And they obviously works. Otherwise they still wouldn't be there. But just to show you the the ones I got this week. So one was, I think, I can't remember if it was initially, it might have been a DM, but it might have been straight to email, but it was personalized. So sometimes they aren't even personalized. They just say, dear friend, or they don't even have your name. So that is definitely a mass email, just straight to the junk. So she gave her name and she said, I am the team leader with the curatorial team at the gallery in Berlin. We're an international gallery with more than 14 years of experience in the art market with a presence in Argentina. Madrid, Berlin, and the USA, focused on the contemporary and modern art with a dynamic activity in the renowned art fairs in the world. So, I mean, that sounds reputable. And she went on to say that she loved my work. Of course, they all say that. And we provide personal service. And we would like to extend an invitation to you to showcase your exceptional artwork in our first coming session. And it will be an exhibition. Often as well, the timeline is very soon. These exhibitions are like in about a month. 
And then we believe your work. So she's giving all, she's saying all this kind of art speak, how your work would fit in. And then basically then the contract is looking for money. So this particular gallery, gallery, scam gallery, what they said is they wanted $1,400 for me to then pay to send two paintings, pay to send them there, pay to send them back. And then I would also have an online, I could say online, and they also are an artsy. So that's how they, they say they're doing, but I pay to be there. And then they said they'd only take 10% of the fees because they, you know, it doesn't matter for them with commission because they'd made the money already up front. That's one. Another one I got, again, they had my name. It's a gallery that says that they're in Vienna and Cannes, Paris, Munich. So again, they're saying they're in all these places. And this one is very clever because it links to real, genuine art fairs. It says, for example, you have an opportunity to exhibit in the Venice Biennale, but it's adjacent. It's not actually, or, you know, in Paris at an art fair in the Louvre, but it'll be showcased somewhere else. It'll be somewhere like down the road. And I'm sure people in the know, they're never going to go and look at a vanity gallery when they have so much genuine art to go and see. Problem as well with these is you might think, well, maybe I'll take a chance and I can say it's on my CV and, you know, maybe I will pay for it. And I'm sure that's how they get their money is it actually damages your CV? Because people who are in the know know it's a dud gallery and it's not curated. So I don't think it really adds anything. So not only out of pocket, you've sent paintings, you know, will you get them back? But then you're also, you know, you're actually damaging your reputation because you're, you've gone into one of these vanity, but they tend to go into the, they tend to be in the big cities and so it sounds like if, you know, if you're in Ireland and you get an email offering you to opportunity to exhibit in New York, In Venice, it sounds like, oh, maybe this is real, but it's not. So it is very, very annoying. There's also another one is the Florence Biennale. So basically, it's a kind of fake trade fair, and it's not the Venice Biennale. The one I got invited in the Louvre, again, one of the three scam, spam emails I got this week. So it was inviting me. It's quite soon, again, the deadline. And I had to pay. I could send them one artwork. I'd have one page in a catalog that would cost. So sending the artwork and getting one page that costs 900 euros, or I could have, I have could have two meters of space would cost up to 3000 euro. And then if I want to be mentioned in a publication, I had various options. Everything costs between 100 to 1000 euros additional. That's all the, and I could get a book. Again, you to pay for that another 1000 euro. The book was called Who is the Next Picasso? <laughs> Uh, and the deadline was the deadline is always quite time sensitive, and the transfer costs are paid by the artist. So you're paying you're paying for the transport to the transport from. You're paying to exhibit. You're paying for the catalog. You're paying for everything, and uh, they they give it these fancy titles. So this one was called the Modern Art Masters in Complex du Louvre, Carousel du Louvre, and it, and it says it's curated. These are not curated. They will take anybody who pays. So it's not curated. It's a real mix of art. So if you get something like this, and there are so many of them, like these are just three I got now in the last few days, Google them, do a bit of research, look at their website, but their websites are made to look good, but you can have a look and just say, is it a real mishmash of art? But, you know, ask them for the contract. The contract will be like a PDF looking for, for money. And they have no incentive to sell your art because they've already been paid. And they're not selective because they don't have to. So 
critics, reviewers, professional artists would all avoid them like the plague. So it only, only damage you. So that is my advice on that. But it can be, you know, they are a blow, but it's just a scam. It's just one of these things you have to learn about if you're a professional artist that you can hold out to have a relationship with them. A real gallery, keep going for open calls. You can sell your work yourself through a website, through Instagram, do your own marketing and keep going for it. Yeah, create exhibition opportunities yourself, but avoid these vanity galleries because they will damage your CV. You won't be able to use use it. It'll be, it'll be something if you put in your CV, you'll have to be removing in the future. That's also something I learned, even with uh, galleries that are like genuine commercial galleries, is that they're not all the same that there is a hierarchy of galleries and it's something I only learned because somebody told me. And sometimes when you're in one of these lesser kind of galleries, it it damages you by reputation, by association, as you are seeing that that's all your work is. Your work is not better than that. So if you have ambitions and aspirations to create beautiful work and to exhibit it somewhere eventually, then you should be really careful where you show and where your work is seen, because all these things can damage the perception. So not only have they, you lost your money, you, you've you kind of tarnished, possibly tarnished your reputation. So if you've been in one of these vanity fairs, or been, I'd love to hear people's thoughts on these vanity galleries. I think they're just so annoying. And I think these these kind of fake curators that contact you, or they're like sales reps. They probably just get paid by commission for how many people they sucker in. And it's, they're really annoying, but it's just it's just like a scam that they're like all these scams everywhere online. It's just another scam. And another thing you have to learn how to ignore and navigate. But do your research, ask online, Google online, and you will find reams of information. I actually looked at this researching for this episode. And I just, I just, I don't know, found some website that just lists every single vanity gallery. And it's quite shocking because you have one organization and they might have 40 names that they use, 40 fake names and fake websites, and they call themselves whatever they want. And they often link to big, genuine art shows, or they're in, they're saying they're in a certain city, so it gives it a certain cachet, but it's not real. So if you're asked to pay to, this is a real lesson, if somebody asks you for money up front to exhibit with them, then it is it is a no, really. I think it is a no. That's the the hard thing. I hope that's helpful. And uh, very sorry for that um, person getting that. You know, it's kind of, initially you might get excited thinking this is genuine, but I've learned to be cynical by these little approaches through DM and through email, because I don't think that's how the genuine art galleries operate. I think they, I'm sure they get to know you very slowly and they observe you very, it's a very long process. It's not a quick DM for a show that's on in two months time. So the art game is a long game and you have to play the long game and you have to stay the course and avoid these vanity galleries. And yeah, let's, let's call them out. You can, you can join, look at these websites and you can list them, but yes, avoid them. So I hope that's been helpful. And if you have any more comments or feedback or questions or things you'd like me to talk about, you can contact me on Instagram at Aideen underscore Glynn. That's E-A-D-A-O-I-N underscore Glynn. I I haven't shared the names of these galleries. I'm not sure if, if I can. You know, if anyone wants to DM me, I am happy to 
give names of ones that I know about or come across. And I'd love to hear if you've had any particular stories. If you want to tell me anything about that, I'm happy to share that also on Instagram. Any more questions you'd like me to talk about, uh, get in touch. So have a great week and thank you for listening. Bye.